This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Martin, the Countex just gets bigger and bigger, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it's the biggest, I'd say biggest show in Europe, and I'm thinking it might be the biggest show in the world. What we know, for sure, is the one-stop shop for digital and in-person events. With the following it's built over the years, Accountex packed a punch that's with events that are dedicated to both the accounting and finance professionals. Yeah, and it's all CPD accredited as well. They've got a virtual summit coming up 10th, 11th of November, which is free to attend. And they've got some interesting topics coming up there, haven't they? Digital assets, social mobility, future of cloud accounting, commercializing opportunities for NTD, penalty reform, not your normal lineup. Yeah, and it's all ramping up to the big event they've got going on in London at the Excel Arena. It's the largest in Europe. And if you want your CPD points, if you want to find out what's happening, don't forget to book that in your diary for the 11th and 12th of May. And there's a website they can go to, Martin. Yeah, accountex.co.uk or indeed follow them on Twitter at at accountex. That's at accountex. It's the Accounting Influencers Podcast. I'm Rob Brown. This is Martin Bissett. If you are tuning in on the day we've released this, it's a Saturday. It's a weekend, and this is a bonus session. If you're tuning in at any other time of the week, this is prime continued professional education or development for you to help you in your accounting practitioner role to win more business, to sell better, to do better, to accelerate your career progression. And in this series on bonuses, we are giving you why they didn't buy and looking at things from the client perspective and from the accountant perspective and seeing the disparity between both of those viewpoints. And we're calling on your expertise, Martin, in consulting to accounting firms and helping them with lead generation over many, many years. And you've seen what works, haven't you? Yeah, indeed I have, Rob. And um, in last week's episode, we talked about this uh, mindset issue, this myth of 95% of when a partner might say, oh, I've, I've converted 95% of everything I've ever seen. And then you push back on that and you find out the figure is nowhere near that. Well, here's a closely related cousin of that mindset issue. Back in the day, and I was describing my career history last time uh, we were doing this, uh, I spent 13 and a half years in lead gen for accountants. It's a long time to do that, to give you some stats. Up to 13 people making 175 calls a day, five days a week. That's a lot of people spoken to. That's a lot of rejection. And that's a lot of appointments too. A lot of data. A lot of data, a lot of data, a lot of phone recording space. Absolutely. And uh, when we would speak to accounting firms who were taking on this form of lead gen for the very first time, they've been used to referrals historically. They've never gone out with any proactive form of anything prior to this, so it was brand new. We would often propose that some form of training session preceded the first appointment. And we'd always say, look, we don't want you to mess these up, to be blunt. we worked hard to create these for you. We're very skilled and knowledgeable at what we do. We've been doing it a long time. So we'd like to prepare you for what you're about to see. Well, the pushback we got on that was incredible, especially in the early years. And it was so much of, uh, oh, Martin, you don't understand. I don't need tra training. I don't need training to speak to clients. I don't need training to win work. It's what I've done. It's how I built this practice, don't you know? I've done my qualifications. I've got my accreditations. I've served my time. I know how it works. I know how it works. It's amazing how many accounting firms turn into Winston Churchill in moments like this. And there's a lot of that. And what we would find then that would happen, Robert, is that they were kind of half right. No one can really be trained like this. So training is the wrong term. We use the wrong term, education. 
would be better than this. Coaching even? Maybe coaching. Absolutely. Coaching, mentoring. Um, Upskilling, basically. Yeah, that sort of thing. So what would happen, of course, is that they would go out on these initial appointments and if the result was great, they thought that's what was, what was always going to happen. And if the result was average, they thought that it was our fault. And if the result was really bad, that's because there was no chance of ever winning them whatsoever. Never their fault, is it? <laughs> oh, never their fault. So we would go and speak to the business owners, of course, to find out the real story. And you wouldn't believe the myriad of things we heard. Showing up late, not showing up at all. Showing up on time at the wrong address. <laughs> showing up not knowing who they were meeting with. Showing up not knowing a thing about the business. Showing up late because they didn't like the area they were in and didn't want to park in that particular area. So it took a while to go and park it somewhere else and walk back. We had all of these. And what firms never seem to grasp is that it isn't a privilege for this business to meet with you. It's a privilege for you, the accountant, to meet with them and have the chance of taking them forward. And on that basis, when you disrespect them in that kind of a way, because they do treat it as disrespect, they're not going to buy no matter how well the meeting goes from here on in. Well, wait a minute, Martin. These are professional advisors. These are super smart, technically brilliant accounting professionals. So they wouldn't or shouldn't be showing up late. They shouldn't be treating potential clients with any disrespect. That shouldn't be happening. I can't believe that's the case. Well, super smart, that's true. Technically brilliant, that's true. Brilliant at sales, that's not true. Mm. And as a result of this, then things that they thought, oh, it doesn't matter, who cares? I'm usually half an hour late from lunch. You know, these things translated into their behavior with prospects. Now, but let's still accountants, sorry, accountants are used to billing time by the hour, even in six minute increments, crazily. So they run their lives by the clock, by the timesheet. So is there a different mindset to meetings? Is that a, an arrogance there that they just have to rock up at any time and win that client? Is it an arrogance? I don't think I'm going to go so far as to say it's absolutely an arrogance. I think it's a lackadaisical approach. A little bit lazy. Is the issue here. A little bit lazy because it's not that big a deal. You know, it's not that big a deal if I'm a wee bit late. It's not that big a deal if I'm not quite sure. They'll tell me all about the business once I get there. It's not that big a deal if I've got the name wrong because, well, I'm a partner. I'm very important. And, and so you, you get that kind of attitude there. And I, I often relate this process of winning a new client to a dating or courting scenario. So let's see if it transposes. You know, imagine a first date, okay? Imagine, Rob, you've got your eye on somebody absolutely outstanding. Imagine that you would love to take them out to dinner. I've had a few first dates, but not as many second dates. Okay, I wonder what that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, imagine that you work hard to create this opportunity. Yeah, and you do work hard for that first date. You should do, shouldn't you? You should do. So you've done enough to get their attention, and you've got a chance. You've got a chance. And then you either rock up late. Uh, international listeners, rock up. British term, meaning show up or turn up, okay? You either rock up late or don't rock up at all or don't know their names or the first thing about Can you imagine how long that date is going to last before the 
and the object of your affection tells you to do one. Do one, guys, international listeners, meaning go away. Um, bail. Bail, yeah, that's right. So, so again, because they're big, important people in big, important cars, because they are generally dealt with with a degree of reverence in the office, because they've got a high standard of living with a high uh, salary to match, this unfortunately translates into behavior, into dealing with new prospects, especially if the prospect's business isn't as big as their firm's is on turnover. That's another thing that you find. There's this unconscious superiority, snobbery that comes into play, unfortunately. And yes, I am talking about experiences from a long time ago, but even now I see it in firms and unfortunately not a huge amount has changed. So why didn't they buy? Because they weren't impressed. Because they didn't think you cared. Because they didn't think you it was even worth their, you know, their, your time to work out what their names were and what their business did. So it didn't matter how well or how badly the meeting went. You were beaten when you were five minutes late. Mm. And you and me have been training and coaching accountants for many years, Martin, on winning new business, creating opportunities, bringing that revenue into the firm. And we've done a lot in the classroom, as it were, on teaching them approaches and selling techniques. But what you're talking about here is their mindset or attitude before they actually show up. Absolutely right. And, and like I say, we've got to remember what it was like. If we're going to empathize with clients, we've got to remember what it was like to not be an accounting firm with a lot of gross recurring fees. What was it like when we couldn't make ends meet? What was it like when we had the basis of something really good, but we haven't got enough clients yet? What was it like when we just couldn't find the right staff and we had to really apologize to our existing clients because we weren't doing things on time for them? Remember all those struggles? Well, that's what the business owner is going through as well. And you've got to be on their wavelength if you want their business. Yes. So in closing, a little bit of empathy, a little bit of respect, a little bit of humility, a little less arrogance and assumptions. That's what's going to help them buy and, and turn these opportunities into real revenue. And ultimately, understand what the true value of an opportunity is. Treat these as little nuggets of gold. Alan Weiss says, think of the fourth sale first, meaning, okay, maybe we win their work, but who do they know? Who could they introduce us to? What future work will they want us to undertake? How big could they get? So not what is the deal worth today to do their accounts and tax, but what could the lifetime value be, not just of this business, but of everyone they introduce and all of the development they go through themselves. And that's what's meant by the full sale first. Yes, fantastic stuff. And next week, Martin will be addressing why they didn't buy this idea of blaming the telemarketers, blaming the person that set up the appointment. It's all their fault. It's never the accountant that goes in there to try and close the business. So we're really excited about that one, aren't we? Absolutely. Blaming the absent party. It's a very common human trait, and we'll explain how it applies to accountants. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this bonus episode on a Saturday. You can check out our daily show from Monday onwards. There's a trailer coming out tomorrow if you listen to this on a Saturday. We thank you to our 21,000 unique listeners all over the world for your 100,000 downloads because we know, Martin, they're listening to multiple episodes, each of them, aren't they, which is great. It is great. We thank you very much for doing that. And also, we're seeing the number of unique listeners that we're building by each week. It's a significant number. So we're very, very grateful for our loyal listeners and for the new ones who are just discovering us. So enjoy the rest of your day, folks, and we'll see you on the next episode. This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett.